Hello, Rip City. To all of you here in town and in every corner of the interwebs, thank you for tuning in. We hope you're enjoying this beautiful Thursday, the 2nd of April. I am Keith Feltner Smith. He is Ty Delbridge. What is up? And you are listening to the Podland Trailcasters. Keith, if these listeners are trying to find us on social media, and let that be Facebook, let that be Twitter, not TikTok, not where TikTok can they reach yet. us? Uh, and Instagram, we got some Instagram. Oh, Instagram maybe, as well. Maybe, Don't, we'll I can't sleep on Instagram. Yeah, can't Instagram. sleep on it. <laughs> they can always find us at Trailcasters on all of those social medias, and maybe one day, Ty, you will get going on a TikTok. I'm too old for that shit. But uh, it it'll be you, not me. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and let's say they don't want to go on social media, and, and they'd rather send maybe us a fancy dancy email. Yes. Where can they send those fancy go dancy really emails? Go really old school, like it was back in the 1940s. Uh, they can send <laughs> us emails at trailcasters at gmail.com. He's never going to let that one go. Never. Down. It's um, going to live forever. And on this podcast platform that they are listening to us on, what should they be doing? That's right. Give us those five stars. Woo! We love them. And these beats, <laughs> these awesome beats that they're hearing that they are moving their hips to, what should they, or where can they find them? They can always find these beats from Odar at soundcloud.com slash Beats. And please support your local artists as well as uh, our local sponsor. Clearly speaking, Brenda Nuckton is a licensed speech and hearing pathologist. She can help you with all of your speech and hearing needs, such as stutters, speaking too fast, any sort of accent reduction, voice fatigue, getting hoarse from long days of podcasting with all of your friends. Go and talk to Brenda Nuckton over at clearlyspeakingoregon.com. What was the website, Ty? That's clearly speaking... Oregon.com right there. I think I need it because I was not I was not speaking clearly right there. That's clearly (laughs) speaking with Oregon.com. We can all go and talk to Brenda Nuckton over at clearlyspeakingoregon.com. So we can go and talk to her, but here to talk with us today, we have Portland native and co-host of the Blazers What Pod with friend of the show, Tara Bowen Biggs, <laughs> making her Trailcasters debut and completing our set of Blazers Edge podcast hosts. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, Cassidy Gamut. How are you doing? I'm so good. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thank you for coming, dude. Really appreciate it. And again, I just got to shout out what we were talking about in the pre-show here. Not only thank you for coming on, but... You set up right before the pod. We're saying, like, oh, can you record yourself, make it easier on my end, make my job easier since I'm lazy. You go and download software right on the spot. You get everything set up, and we're, we're getting all the settings going through. That is hero status, Cassidy. Thank you. Oh. We appreciate you. Oh, well, no problem, no problem. <laughs> I used to be a technology teacher. I got that. Nice, nice. <laughs> Love it. Okay. And, you know, uh, also, again, just the pre-show notes here for everyone uh, that is not lucky. Actually, you know, it's, it's our fault that no one is lucky enough to see the video version of the pod yet. Uh, one day it will happen. Maybe this time uh, be- before the next basketball season starts up, uh, we will get we some will video get going, going here. But Joe, uh, friend of the show, Joe Simon, shout out to him. Hey. He was on here last week, and we were kind of ribbing him. I was ribbing him. I'm not going to blame Ty, but I was ribbing him about his background right. uh, compared to to his co-host, Danny Morang, your other Blazers Edge uh, host on there as well. And I got to say, Cassie, you were crushing it with the background, man. Well, it's funny. This is not even my normal room that I record in. My husband is working upstairs, so I'm downstairs and moved like two or three items down here to try to set up a little thing. So (laughs) (laughs) it looks legit. It is looking professional. Yeah, you you got some nice, beautiful shelves. I see like some model cars up there. And then, you know, there's the 50th anniversary Blazers book held up by what you were letting me know was the Greg Odin shoe. Not just a beautiful, nice Blazer color shoe, but the Odin shoe. I love it, man. I'm impressed. <laughs> and and you you just kind of flex in here, be like, yeah, this is just my backup setup, you know, no big deal, nothing. <laughs> this is the main room. Yeah, yeah right. that you'll have to watch the what podcast on a uh, YouTube to see that. Nice, right. there, nice, nice shout out. Perfect. <laughs> How long have you guys been doing the YouTube thing? Um, just a little bit, I don't, I don't think we have all that many episodes up because we take our time editing the uh, video version, but we're trying to get more and more up. So nice, slowly but nice. surely getting them there. Yeah, we we uh we were hoping to do it this season. Uh, shout out to Tori over at Blazers hey. Uprise as well as Peeps and Plaid and hey. Sage at Holy Backboard. Hey. We, we almost kind of were putting some ideas together to to join some of those guys on YouTube and just didn't happen. Too many things going on, but there's always the future. There's always next season when it gets going. We have plenty of time ahead, like we have uh, said plenty of times already. But actually, you know, how many weeks in are we? Is this are we only like two weeks into to, into the quarantine? Excuse me, not quarantine. Yeah. Stay at home. I, is it is well, it like bad two, to say quarantine? Two and a half weeks? No. I mean, I, I, no, because I, I think that's what it's called. Right? We all stay yeah. indoors. We're we're quarantining. Um, yeah. At first, I felt kind of weird about it because I just felt like 
that's what you hear in like these gas mask type movies or right. like Chernobyl or whatever. But then I was like, well, I guess there's no other word for that. So, uh, yeah, I think it's been about two and a half weeks. It's felt like three years already. <laughs> yeah, right. Cassidy, what are you doing to uh, to stay sane on on your end in your in your free time right now? Um, there's a lot of Netflix happening in my life right now. Nice. Um, a good amount of uh, what else have I done? I've been doing some knitting. I taught myself to knit. So I was like, wow, hey, really? I mean, I might as well. And so I, I did that and I'm cleaning my house and trying not to do too many things at once because I'll run out of things to do. So yeah, take it, taking okay. it a little slow. Okay, you know what? And and actually, this is my bad. We even t- again we talked about in the pre-show that we were gonna try and cover some blazer topics first because we actually have some things to cover and talk about. <laughs> and just like last week, I start to get off. I'm like, hey, so how are you guys doing? <laughs> I am so in non-basketball mode right now. That's just how yeah. how quickly it's set in. Like you said, Ty, it's only been two weeks, and it feels like it's been three years, man. It's, it feels just it's been a short lifetime. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, you know, quick shout out to to Brian No uh, for over at the day job. Hey! Uh, he was writing me this morning, just kind of checking and saying hello and hope all is well. And yeah, it's like, man, I feel like I haven't seen that dude in forever. And it's only been like two weeks that we haven't been in there. Maybe even a little less than that. But uh, we do have some Blazer topics to actually cover. So let's use the, the nice kind of segue from why we're in quarantine and who's getting with the basketball. Talk about the Blazers COVID-19 fund. Ty, in the last two weeks, you and I had kind of touched on this, hoping it was going to be put together. Then we heard the official word that, yes, they did have a plan to support the uh, all the employees of the Rose Garden, all the people that work in there and uh, are going to miss out on the pay for these last nine games. They uh, The Blazers have announced, I think it was maybe this last Monday or maybe even a week before. Time is totally not working for me at this point, but it was announced <laughs> recently. Uh, they have established a fund to support local nonprofits impacted by the COVID-19 crisis, uh, including the state COVID-19 pooled fund uh, and they set up a virtual resource center. I think it's just a fancy way to say website, but they set up a virtual resource center to connect resources and support people uh, in need. Basically, basic needs such as food, kids supplies, health and wellness uh, all included. You can go to rosequarter.com slash help they even had a line up there saying fans are invited to submit any resources for review and posting. So if you have your own ideas, like what people might need, you can go and uh, submit that there as well. That's Thought awesome that, was cool. that the Blazers are doing that finally. Or yeah. not finally, but I feel like that was probably in the works right away. But I mean, like that, like there's just so much to that. Like they can't just all of a sudden throw that out and then it'd be a crappy plan. They had to put a good plan together. And also, I think I saw that we that there's been some players donating. Mm-hmm. I saw Lillard donated, what, like 100000 And then yep. CJ this morning, he donated like 170000 between Portland and I think it was Canton, Ohio. He yeah, put, yeah, put, that's right. Put, mm-hmm. Between those two. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, like... 70K of that's going to keep the Boys and Girls Club staff in Portland. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's, right. that's really awesome. amazing. Yeah, uh, 70K to the to Portland Metro Boys and Girls Club uh, to help staff retention, virtual counseling, me- and meal distribution is what I read from yeah. Jason Quick. Hey! And then 100K to the Canton Food Bank. Uh, so good on CJ, good on Dame, good on all the players that have been stepping up for this. Yep. Let's be totally honest here. This shouldn't be on the players. They should not have to be donating any of their money, but good on them to be putting up some funds to to help where they can. And yeah, it's, it's, it's something we all need to come together on. Let me also throw in here, quick tie and not blazers i know we'll come back to this later uh one of my games that i've been playing witcher uh <laughs> cd project red the company behind witcher donated one million dollars uh in poland they're um a polish-based company i guess they donated i think just under a million it was nine hundred fifty thousand dollars uh to resources over there so again good on these people go and play witcher if you're a ps4 <laughs> person or if you're into kind of you know the the fantasy game it's a great game uh but back, back to blazers <laughs> uh did you see? Did you guys see the IG uh, IG video with Carmelo, Carmelo yeah. and Wade? And I, Wade I saw, talking. Yeah, I saw yeah. some headline on Bleacher Report, right, talking about like some wild uh, story or whatever. But it was basically, uh, I think it started with uh, even who was it? I'm sorry, Gabrielle Union, Dwayne Wade's wife, right, uh, talking in the background, saying, "Melo, can you please tell them the story about this and some whole wild thing about." Uh, like Melo being what out in the Caribbean, like floated too far away. Was that what it was? Yeah, it was something like that. And then like he got like taken by a wave pretty far. And then I think LeBron jumped in like MacGyver. He said, "Yeah." And then <laughs> and then like and then like he grabbed like Carmelo with one arm, and then he swam against the waves with the other arm. Like that just shows how much of a freak athlete LeBron is. That he's yeah. able to fight the like ocean with one arm while oh, carrying. Oh come on! Hold, hold while on. carrying this six nine two hundred seventy five pound guy like right behind him that's 
Yeah. That's definitely incredible. And Mello said his little flippers weren't working, <laughs> so we needed them. <laughs> his little flippers weren't That's doing right. it. Oh, dude. No, I, I love it. I love it. It was an excellent story. I'm not trying to, you know, pour cold water on this or anything, but like, let's be honest here too. The video, the IG video is Dwayne Wade and Mello having, you can see some wine bottles, some stuff in there. Oh, they're yeah. having some mm-hmm. fun. They're, they're being a little, I'm just saying how many of us have told a drunk story with friends or especially been asked, Hey, tell this story. And that story gets embellished a little bit, a little bit bigger. I mean, come on, man. Like, I'm not saying like, <laughs> I just love the idea that Mello. You're doubting LeBron's superpowers. You're I'm not even. Me? Look, look. I, I'm. I'm not. I'm. I've. I'm only. I'm not some expert on the Caribbean. Maybe there are freak rip currents out in the shallow waters that you'd be like floating around next to a boat in the Caribbean. Uh, but the idea that you got so. <laughs> could okay, sure, sure. There could be some crazy occurrence where yeah, he gets pulled away far. I'm, I'm just saying. Was was Mello? Was he out here treading water, or was he like in an inner tube? And suddenly he's like, "Oh, I'm a little further away." And LeBron dies in to push the inner tube out. Like, what are we they talking might, about? Uh, <laughs> yeah, they might have lied a little bit. You know, they're on IG with a lot of yeah. audience. They got some good headlines, with it. Yeah. but I'm, I'm sure that story is ninety percent true. I'll, I'll go with that. I'll, I'll take no. I'm, I'll take that. I will totally okay. take that. Mello got far away, and there's probably some hilarious story about LeBron diving in and pulling drunk Mello back to the drunk boat. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm good with. Um, it. I'm good with it. I I'm think a hater. The, my, my main takeaway of all these like IG chats is I really want to watch NBA players review wine that the rest of us can afford because yeah. I want to <laughs> see their faces when they drink like a $5 bottle of wine. And then oh I, I just like, I really need this to happen. So if any NBA players could make that happen in my life, I would love it. Shout out to CJ, man. Can we please get CJ on that? Like he, he does his mm-hmm. whole wine segment on his pod. It would be awesome to get, CJ like like trying some two buck chuck or something like that. His like Gosh. affordable ones are always like in the sixty five dollars. Yeah, right. So um, like, dude, I'm gonna need him to like... drop that to a COVID budget for me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that's that's probably the, some of the best use of the phrase too. The COVID budget is exactly the case, man. That's perfect. Uh oh, man. I want to vent about Subaru right now. My car's in the shop with Subaru, but I know I will. I will leave. Keep it on the Blazers, Keith. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know what else about the Blazers? Uh, do you see Dame is he's talking about a mixtape? He's gonna put out out a COVID mixtape uh, to put it in Cassidy's words here, um, and he mentioned that it's gonna feature a number of of, uh, of new people, and I think he said five or six tracks, but it's gonna include Shaq. So they have buried the hatchet. We have a uh, Dame Dalla with uh, what, what what was Shaq's rap name? Does anyone remember? He didn't have Shaq Fu or the big. Oh, I don't know. Big Diesel. Shaq. Was just Shaq? Or I don't know if it was just Big Diesel. Maybe it was. Well, anyway, yeah, the money sign in it or something. <laughs> but Shaq's gonna be on on the next Dame track, and I'm ready for that, man. I would I would like to hear it. Uh, I don't think there's any real question that Shaq is not on the same level as Dame as far as the rapping goes. So I'm hoping this is more of kind of a a goofy, have fun in the summer kind of track. Not like I don't know. I or maybe Dame is gonna teach him a thing or two in the studio, and then you okay. know, he'll sharpen up Shaq's bars a little bit. Okay, because I'm just saying, like I feel like Dame has really turned into a legit rapper. But I don't know if I see like Shaq is more of a comedy rapper. Am I am I crazy about that? I feel like he's more of a DJ than a rapper, honestly. More, yes, he's there definitely he's more of a he's DJ. He's definitely than a, a DJ, but I mean, I don't know. Shaq's a big man. I don't want to come after me. Um. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> send all the all the hate mail about uh, talking trash on, uh, to Shaq. Send all the hate for that over to Ty Delbridge at Gmail. No, I don't know if that's. <laughs> <your name. laughs> oh no, I um think this is very smart from Dame because now he's using Shaq, who is one of the most famous people just in the world, just in general. And now he gets this whole rap beef they had that some people might have heard about. And now that they're collabing and then, I don't know, like a smart move by Dame to just, yeah. or to, I mean, just to kind of keep this thing going, but also now kind of bury it. And then, I mean, it's Shaq. He's a legend. So it's smart. No, I, I think, yeah, I think if there was any debate before about who might have won the rap battle, oh, I yeah, think by Dame. by Dame inviting Shaq on to, <laughs> uh, I mean, obviously we all know who won, but I'm saying there were people out there that were arguing for Shaq on this. Uh, but so yeah, it's like by Dame inviting Shaq onto his track and not vice versa, I feel like that is kind of like, you know, he's not sunning him or anything, but it's kind of, it's like, yeah, yeah, you know, come on over to my side, buddy. How about CJ though? Did you see uh, CJ got a puppy? Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> so this I think is this how happened. I'm spending my break. Is just watching <laughs> CJ and his puppy. Okay, you tell us about this one then, Cassie. Did you see the the video? Because I just saw the the first post right when it came out, and then I saw a little bit of video later. Yeah. Well, to the new family of the McCollum and uh, 
uh, Elise and CJ have now adopted the puppy. The puppy's official name now is Fiona. They call her Fifi. Nice. Um, she's an adorable <laughs> rescue who is a Sharpay Bull Mastiff mix. Um, wow, okay. She had a kind of a rough start to things. Uh, CJ's posting a lot about um, the potty training process, which is really quite entertaining uh, to hear. Uh, I also know that the dog has a wonderful uh, dog bed laying on a chaise lounge outside where Elise <laughs> has been eating lunch and the dog is just chilling and living her best life. And she also recently lost her first baby tooth, which is a big excitement because, oh as we know, Elise is a dentist. And so <laughs> that was a big thing in, in the household. So oh I'm God, very excited you. about this puppy. Let me just say, dude, thank you so much for that coverage. That's perfect because I, I have mostly I have been really slacking on a lot of the social media recently. I've just been kind of taking time in the garden with the dogs in the yard and all the rest of it. Uh, I only saw, like I said, the initial video where CJ was even saying, oh, no, no, we're just fostering. This is just a trial period. I'm not sure if I want this dog. And I think it still had the original dog name. Mm -hmm. I didn't know the breed or anything. So you got, you said it was Sharpay Terrier? Mm -hmm. Wow. Sharpay <laughs> and a Bull Mastiff. So this bull is going to be a big dog. And it's, oh my God. it's funny because my husband and I, when we first got our dog, we were like, we're just going to foster for a week. And then three days later, we were like, there, like, take our money. We want to adopt. So <laughs> I very much relate to this story. Uh, yeah. And they're definitely Fish adopting then, right? Yes, it's an official adoption. Nice, now. nice, good. That's great to hear. I'm so happy for Fiona. That's great. And look at this. Right as we're talking about all this, my dog takes some water and then comes up on the couch here. Oh, hey, cool. I hear you talking about our breed, and yeah, I will join in and get my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, she, she comes up. And it's funny because normally I feel like when we're podcasting, she's a little more like, no, I'm not into this volume. I want to go in the other room. But she wants to be part of the conversation because we're talking doggies. She actually knows, too. We have been discussing, and she's looking at me, we've been discussing getting a pup over here. We have, cool will be, God, she's going to be 15 years old this year. And Ooh. our other pup will be 11. Uh, we've got an 11-year-old pug, and then cool the Chow Shepherd mix is 15. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those where, like, I think it's time. I, like three dogs in a house is a lot, but we also have kind of time right now. So it's it's in the debate. It's a possibility. It's probably not going to happen as soon as I would like, but, you know, maybe in the cars. And what I think what I need to be doing is maybe getting on Instagram more and showing uh, my wife, Abby, some of the shots of CJ and, and Fiona. Mm -hmm. Smart. Yeah. <laughs> There's also a ton of puppies at one tail of a, one tail at a time Portland right now. And they're mm. adorable. And. Yeah. Sounds like you've puppy. been up there. Everybody adopt a puppy. That's all I can say. <laughs> yeah, My no, dog's about to have puppies. Uh, we have a poodle, which is like a mini poodle, and then I have like a mini golden doodle, which is mine, and we bred those two, and she's going to give, uh, our, I think about have seven puppies next wow. weeks. So you have it'll seven be fun. puppies coming? Yeah, seven little mini golden doodles. What? So that'll keep uh, me Dude. entertained. I'm pretty fun. But I also have three other dogs in the house. So this is a dog zoo over here. So. Yo, Ty, maybe I just need to be uh, talking to you about, about a puppy. There's a name. list. <laughs> you might have to get yourself oh, yeah? on the list. But good thing, you know, good thing you know the guy who's setting it all up. You have all the spots taken up on the list already? Is it a full list? Is there a waiting uh, list? I think there's a waiting list. My mom's no. kind of man in it. So we'll have to see. I'll have oh, to man. see if I can make... I also, you know, right now because of this whole virus thing, there might be some people backing off the list, so I have to, ah, okay, have to update. I'm, well, and then I, and then I'm going in for the final check next week or two weeks, and I think they said there could even possibly be more. So if there's more, I know really, to, oh I know man, where to slide to, dude. Okay, so good. I, I I'll work on some bribes. We can discuss some. Uh, some and I'll be some, sure some to post later. puppy pictures when they come. <laughs> as well. You've got adorable dogs, man. Yeah, that would be. They are ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, Cassie, do you have a, a pup over there as well? I do. You might be able to hear him in the background. He's walking around. Um, I, I wasn't sure. I thought I might. Yeah. I recognize that, the claw taps. <laughs> yeah. We think he's a schnauzer poodle. We're not really sure, but Watson's just living, living quarantine life now. He's about eight. Watson. Nine. Love so. it. That's, That's my poodle's name. His name's Watson. Oh. Really? Yay! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I that's love awesome, it. man. 
oh, it's, it's the dog pod. We've got a full-on dog dog pod here going. And once again, we have drifted away from the Blazers. So let me pull this uh, back in. So I'm saying I'm saying I'm almost ready for a puppy here. Maybe we'll be talking about one of Ty's pups and get some like Trailcasters puppy going on. Uh, uh, but you know who else is ready? Not for a puppy, but to come back uh, with the NBA. Zach. Zach Collins has been posting on, on Instagram as well. He had a Q&A going the other day about recovery. He says... The recovery process has been long, it's been annoying, but it's been good. He says he's going to be ready when the NBA is ready to come back. And someone even asked as a follow-up, will you be back if the NBA restarts in June? He just goes, yes, just one word kind of thing. So, so again, first of all, let's disclaimer here. The NBA is probably not going to be back in June. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm sorry, guys. At this point, I know all bets are off. No one really knows what's going to happen next, but... If we're really being safe about this, if we take the smart route as a country and as a as a globe, uh, we are not doing anything in June. We are still doing exactly this. So please be patient, batten down the hatches, get used to quarantine life, have fun, grow out the quarantine beard, whatever you need to do. Yeah. But like Zach said, whenever the NBA comes back, he's going to be ready for it. I am stoked on this. Yeah, I don't know who in Rip City wouldn't be excited about Zach Collins coming back. Um, right. Especially like we, since we got delayed on Nurk's return, now we get the double. We get Zach and Nurk maybe come back at the same time. Can you imagine how exciting that will be? You got to be at that game, right? Yeah, I am. I have to be at that game. Um, <laughs> absolutely. I definitely had tickets no to the Nurk return game, and so not getting oh, to see brutal. that happen was a little bit brutal. But obviously, what needed to happen. So I'm can, there can for I- it. Can we tangent on that for a sec? Like, do you know, do you remember, like, where you were when you kind of realized, like, oh, man, we're not going to be going to basketball on Sunday? Um, so I was, like, in denial, definitely, and I kept on telling myself, okay, so I know that we need to do this, but maybe we just get through Sunday and then, then we do this? I mean, I know it's not what's right, yeah, but... just one more game. Just yeah, one exactly. more, right? Because I was there that one night, uh, the, the fateful night, and so I was so excited to be there for oh, the return. Man. And uh, I was I was very sad. That that's for sure. But I understand that it's was for the best, and we're gonna see an even healthier Nurk at the end of this. So I'm I'm just excited to see Nurk back. Yeah, it'll it'll be it'll be fun to get him back in here, dude, for sure. Oh man, yeah. I have definitely jumped on the approach of sports not coming back for a while, so that way. When I get more positive hope, I'm more excited than thinking sports are going to come back next week, come back next week. So I've just officially been like, nope, this basketball season's canceled. It's right. not going to happen. We're moving mm-hmm. on to next year. So that way, if something does happen, I have some light. Uh, but for Zach Collins coming back, I think that is uh, definitely because I think he was even planning on coming back during that like March uh, stretch. Uh, I believe like the end of March was when he was maybe even targeting coming back because uh because they said he was really ramping up his process, and and then I think we saw like, I think we saw like two games before this all happened. Like he was out there like doing like a really hard workout at home, so all that stuff. So for him to come back right away, yeah, I think that'll be uh, awesome. And then and then with him, I think we'll get him more of like a of like his full self. And then same with Nurkic, and then that'll be awesome to get a return of both players, but also now both players who are more like 100% not coming back at 75, 80% right. just to see the court. Now they're coming back to maybe dominate, but it will still be different because of this long layoff and it will all be weird. But I am very excited for those two players to come back if that's this season or next season. What I'm disappointed is we don't get to see Zach Collins competing in the 2K tournament. Like, right. I feel like if you're going to come back, maybe that's like your introduction back. There you go. <laughs> yeah, dude. Okay, let's let's actually let's let's talk about that. I I, I was uh the two K tourneys they just announced this the other day, right? And basically yeah. it's uh it's not the two K league. I don't know if you guys have been following that too, but Blazer Five Gaming has got their season going on. Uh and that got delayed, I believe, too, during this whole thing. Oh, did it? Oh man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't even realize that. Uh but yeah, the uh the NBA two K tourney, they're doing like a players only tournament. They took sixteen players. Uh, and seeded them by their 2K rating in game. So this is not necessarily about how good they are at 2K or anything. This is about how good they are as a character in the 2K uh, NBA 2K games. But the beautiful news of that is of the 16 players they chose, Hassan Whiteside was one of them, and he was the third overall seed because he's got such a high rating in NBA 2K. So uh, let me just read down these matchups real fast. Oh, here, first off, Whiteside, Hassan Whiteside in round one, I think is tomorrow. 
Friday, I think is the first game of it. He's facing Patrick Beverly, uh, who would be what? The uh, 16, like So Whiteside, the third seed versus Beverly, the 14th seed. Again, that's not about how good they are at the game. It's uh, it's it's them in the game. Do you, uh, Ty? Maybe you know the details of this. Are they being forced to like play themselves or anything like I that? I don't know. I think they get to be the team. I don't think it's their cells because that would be rough for Whiteside to try and play against Beverly, who's a six foot guard, and right. Whiteside's a seven <laughs> foot. Like he'd just get blown by a bunch. So I think they get to be their team. I'm not exactly sure um, how that's so, all So Whiteside's happening. playing the Blazers kind of thing, and Beverly I will be think playing. Ooh, yeah, like with the Clippers. I think that's what's happening. I haven't really even heard uh, yeah, fully what they're doing. Because at first, I thought they were going to do one player from each team. And then and then I thought that would like represent each team. But now with the 16, I'm not exactly sure. Like Maybe you get a pick between two or three teams. I'm curious about this. I'm going to see if we can find some details. It is interesting. Um, I don't know if you guys saw that funny 2K thing when uh, I think it was Ronnie 2K was on his like Twitch live and he was talking about that. And then he forgot he was on live and was talking about some 2K stuff and he called DeMarcus Cousins a d- <laughs> Yeah, I remember hearing about that. And he said like, yeah, like because I think something about the matchup, like maybe like or just like maybe like he won't want to play or something like that and because he's because he's a d- and he wouldn't want to do it and then got caught live so that was funny um but also uh, something um kind of interesting since we are on the hassan Whiteside note uh not to hurt all the spirits uh but he just posted on his snapchat that his uncle died last night oh uh, from no. the virus and he posted on his Snapchat and said that and said that they can't have a funeral because of the virus. Oh, um, geez, our, man. So maybe he didn't die of the virus, but uh, so that is definitely sad for Whiteside. So that wouldn't be surprised if all of a sudden we hear him pull out of the tournament. Maybe I'm not. I wouldn't think he would, but maybe. So just keep that open. If all of a sudden, if this is just too much for him to handle, which mm-hmm. I I don't blame him. Even on the website for the tournament, it says uh, all players subject to change. Yeah, so I wouldn't so, be shocked if yeah. if they're maybe trying to find a replacement for him or whatever. Mm-hmm. But also right now, I mean, he is just sitting around, so maybe he wants to yeah. get on this tournament and keep fun because he is a really good 2K player. I actually thought it would be Gary Trent Jr. who was going to do it because I've heard like all the players talk about how good he is, so I was kind of shocked it was Whiteside. Well, and it was that, that was one thing I did see, though, was that Whiteside even, I think I saw some, some video, I saw some video about Whiteside uh, bragging at one point that he beat Trent in 2K. Oh, okay. I didn't see that. Okay. Yeah, so, so maybe um, that was like the like the selling point, like yeah, there you who go. Had beaten who already? <laughs> and Whiteside was the champion. Uh, yeah, man, I'm I'm curious about this though. I was trying to look up some details, and it's it's pretty hard to find some details of exactly what their format is going to be. Like, are they required to play? Like, Let them play team? with like older teams. Like, give them like 70s or like 80s teams, like the old Supersonics team. Let or them the be idea Legends of, teams. If these dudes are. Uh, all 2k players themselves like if they do this in their spare time maybe take you know i'm sure some of them have their own files right is there some way to be able to play from your own i don't know like because like, like your if own we're my saying, team thing yeah like if we're saying Ooh. it has to be blazers versus clippers though it almost takes away the whole advantage of three seed versus 14 seed and obviously the three versus 14 seed with whiteside versus beverly isn't exactly like we said it's not on their skill base it's just the rating in the game of the one character but yeah i don't know it, it's hard it's hard to figure out exactly what they're doing here but I know for sure I'm going to watch it. <laughs> it starts yeah, tomorrow. It's something to do. It's mm-hmm. it's on ESPN starting tomorrow, and I think they said it's going to be a 10-day event. Like, 10 different... Uh, man, that's a lot of uh, a lot of 2K ball. This would be nice. I'm excited. I tried playing 2K the other day. I mean, it's, that game is so rough to play right now. So, I, uh, <laughs> I'm with De'Aaron Fox on this one right now, who's been bashing 2K lately on their gameplay. I'm with, <laughs> I was playing online, and you have to play like a... A completely different way like you gotta basically like relearn to shoot yeah it's playing ridiculous. online if you do normal and i was missing like wide open dunks like getting rim checked just for nothing it was just stupid so i hope no one gets too screwed by this game because 2k right now is, is <laughs> <laughs> okay well here i want to loop back on video games in a minute cassie i'm not sure if you're a gamer as well Man, not really, <laughs> but I try. <laughs> no, that's okay. We'll, we'll get back on that. Uh, good. I can't. <laughs> I want to know which games you're trying on. But uh, to get back with some of the, the real-world basketball talk, just before we move on to some more of the, the quarantine talk, uh, Damien had some interesting comments the other day. He uh, came out pretty strongly saying he doesn't want the season start to be moved. 
Uh, I, I think he did kind of say that he's okay with it if it's like, okay, if it's a one-time thing. But there's been a lot of talk where it would benefit the NBA as a league in a number of ways to not start in October, to start maybe closer to December and move the season kind of further back. You would have less overlap with football. You'd have like kind of with March Madness as well. It kind of splits up TV viewership and ratings where we can get larger chunks of the audience of sports audiences watching NBA instead of having to split between different things. There's a lot of reason to do it economically, but Dame, he basically, let me just read this quote. He said, I'm not a big fan of them pushing the start of next season back because then that pushes everything back. I really ain't a fan of that happening. Our break is during the summer, and then you come back as the summer is leaving. I think that's been perfect. I think it's been perfect for us. So for that to change and things to be pushed back, I'm definitely not a fan of that. I just don't see many guys being a fan of that. I'm going to ask you guys in a sec what you feel about this, but I got a lead. This is a bad take. Like, this is a bad take by Dame. I, I, I feel like, like, oh, good. Okay, Cassidy disagrees, I think. But I'm, I'm just, uh, let me just, you know, lay this out. He, from, from what this, the way this comes off to me is Dame is basically saying, me, millionaire, celebrity, superstar, athlete, I like my summer in the summer. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Like, that's I mean, exactly what it is. That's a lot what it is. They don't want to have their, their break during the winter. They want to have it during the but summer. But look, it, it wouldn't even be nice. during the winter. You'd, like, you'd start basketball. If we said the season started in uh, December instead of what right now it's officially halfway through October, they still do preseason ball before that. So it's like he'd be doing ball probably by November, like in, in the gym, like practicing with the team and all that. So he still would have the fall. You know, like he's getting a slightly delayed break. But again, man, it's like, I don't know. I I, just, I don't feel How like there's enough. How dare you question Damian Lillard? <laughs> all, I just don't, this is a this is a Trailblazers podcast. Yo. You don't disrespect Lillard. Who cares just, what he says? We I'm agree with anything he says. <laughs> I love I love the money that he's donating. Our, I love one of the things point he guard. does. I love what he's doing with Shaq and the and the Dame Dollar stuff. But I'm just saying, if you're gonna come out against a move that would be Smart for the NBA in the long term for a lot of reasons. And a lot of the analysts have said this would be a good idea overall. If you're going to come out and go against that, I want to hear a better reason than, hey, it gets in the way of my summer break. Cassie, what you got? Because <laughs> okay. you were like lit up when I first said this. <laughs> so I think that a lot of the things that we've heard Damien talk about in the last year or so or two years has been more focused on the fact that he's now a dad. And I think oh. that with the school year lining up with their summer break, oh. it makes a lot of sense when you don't get to see your family nine months out of the year Hook, that you line, get to be sinker. there at the time that they're actually there as well. I also think that moving it would completely mm. screw over the WNBA schedule. It would completely screw over oh, them having snap. a national broadcast it would take away from that, which is already problematic because there aren't enough games nationally broadcast. And wow. so I think that if yeah. you move the season, you're taking away the parent angle for these players. You're taking away, you're taking away from your other because the NBA they still own the WNBA. So then you're just going to yep. take away from that season. Like it makes no sense to me. Um, That's and also, a great point. it keeps it open for the Olympics. So if you are you also are now putting Jeopardy in Olympics and world ball play if you move the season. Boom, wow. Boom, okay. Boom. Point you after know? point after point there. <laughs> Winner. Look at you just, just patiently biding your time while I'm going off on all this stuff. And that makes so much sense. I 100% hear what you're saying about the Olympics, mm -hmm. about the WNBA. That's the biggest one to me. The idea of getting in the way of their season, especially being that they are a partner or a, a piece of the NBA machine. That, that doesn't make sense to essentially, what's the phrase, uh, cut off your nose to spite your face kind of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, like, like that would be what you're doing there. Yeah, that would make no sense. Uh, again, the, the, the dad thing, I'm a little less... I mean, look, I don't have kids, so obviously anyone that does mm -hmm. can send all of their hate mail to tydelbridge at gmail.com. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm just saying like it's that kind of stuff to me when you're in the shoes of being a huge millionaire athlete. And again, when all the rest of us are worried about our jobs, about our income, about being able yeah. to pay our bills, you don't get that one. Like he, he, in, in my, he doesn't get that, that as an excuse, in my opinion, that's just mm -hmm. part of the job is what you got to take. Uh, and what his family also just, like, you know, I'm sorry if that's cold, but that's just, that's part of the, the life no, of I being a it. superstar. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't, I mean, but, but I totally total get it. Sense. I think that that's maybe part of where he comes from. Sure. No, it, it does. Take. 
And as soon as you said it too, I was thinking about like like my brothers got kids and plenty of my friends do as well. I'm like, oh, that would be a thing if you changed if summer was suddenly like like if you changed the school schedule, uh, like th- that would very much change things up around like I, w- I could see them having a similar reaction to that. Okay, fine, Cassidy, that makes sense. The WNBA thing though, that's that's yeah. huge. Um, I don't know. Wait, what about the Olympics though? Do you? Like I, I don't know if I'd be that irked if they suddenly said, you know what, Olympics, Olympics are back to being a thing where it's for younger non-professionals or something like that. I don't know if it'd be the worst thing in the world. I don't think it would be, but I think to it take would be a, bad fun to watch. Yeah, sure. It, yeah. You're not gonna get the pull, and I think to a lot of NBA athletes, it means a lot to them to go to the Olympics. Sure. It means yeah. something because you've seen these teams do it. You saw the dream team. This is the era that watched the dream team. Like, well, you know, you, you could still, I mean, there could still be a possibility if the schedule were to move, like if this became a permanent thing, would there maybe still be the possibility of like, if you weren't one of the final teams in the playoffs, you'd be available for the Olympics. But if you were, yeah, if you were in the final run in the, in the NBA finals, then, you know, maybe, it, yeah, again, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Maybe you got to choose between your one year at mm-hmm. the Olympics or your one year in a championship. I don't, I don't, I don't know. And who coaches? Because then oh, do you pull a coach? You no longer have pop and you no longer, like, do you let Van Gundy just have the team during the Olympic year? That's well, look, he, Spurs aren't going to win uh, any championships in the next true. couple of years anyway, so Pop's available. <laughs> okay, that oh, was... Cool. <laughs> you I mean, jinxed it. it. I don't, don't give them any hope. <laughs> Pop jinx. <laughs> yeah, right, here come the Spurs for the championship. <laughs> no, never. Um, yeah, I get, I get where Dame's coming from there. I get that things are going to have to change, so... And I think yeah. just people just don't like change. I think just regardless, like, I think... I mean, I think with... I think with the NBA, and let's say that you pulled most of the NBA, I think most players would say, no, don't change it. That's Just because they true. don't want to change. And mm-hmm. they know what the routine is. They know the stuff they knew now. Like, they know what they, they were, or, like, just... Yeah, like just stuff like they know like the vacation spots during the summer and they're all the certain stuff they have already set out. It's already kind of been that way. I am, uh, I mean, for me, I don't really care what they do with the schedule. Um, I could see it both ways, and this is something that I think you and I, Keith, have talked about before. That, or that this is something that, or that I see maybe happening, like regardless of this virus or not, of them trying to do right. like a schedule change, and now I think this helps them. Yeah, and that's what kind of what I was touching on earlier too. I feel like this is something the NBA has been looking at for a while with the idea of shortening the season. How do we, and one of the effective ways to shorten the season would be adjusting that start and end point. I don't remember all the schematics of it right now. Yeah. But I feel like that's been a talking point. And so yeah. it was this is uh, you know not trying to make that a, a silver lining thing or irony or anything, but there is a certain element that with the crisis that's going on right now, it does almost facilitate the NBA trying to do this thing they've wanted to do for a while. And yeah, I, again, Cassidy, absolutely valid point about not just the players saying they're not really into it, but the WNBA, you don't want to shoot yourself in the foot or cut off your nose. Like I tried to make the comparison of earlier. Uh, it's, it's, that's a weird move. And so that is definitely another piece. They'd have to, a piece of the puzzle they would have to figure out, but, uh, yeah, we'll have to see what goes on with that going forward. Um, and you know, Ty, I just want to, kind of switch gears here a little bit you're calling me out for hating on dame uh and i just want to point out just give him some some props here as well i feel like the media might finally be realizing that dame is who he is i don't know if you guys saw the stuff with uh i think it was at lakers uk i, I saw this guy's name too but i'm just gonna give the twitter handle because whatever some account uh at lakers uk yesterday on april fool's day put out a tweet about Dame being unhappy in Portland and that he wants to go to the Lakers and play with LeBron. And, you know, people are kind of like going back and forth. And uh, Dame actually, I think, subtweets or retweets this. And he responds uh, just saying, do you know what today is? With people taking the article seriously and pointing out that it's April 1st. Uh, Obviously, he has no interest. We all know this as Blazers fans, that he has no interest in leaving town. Uh, But what really got me about this as a Blazers fan was the Bleacher Report write-up they did. In the article, they, they say, while playing alongside James and Davis in L.A. would surely give Lillard a better chance to become an NBA champion, he's a Trailblazers legend and known for his loyalty. They link that last part to Dame's Players' Tribune article uh, from last December, loyalty over everything being the title. And so then even at the end, the Bleacher Report write-up, it ends with a... The joke is apparently on anyone who thinks Lillard wants out of Portland. So does this mean, like, does the media finally get it? 
are they finally done pushing this narrative? Like, oh, is Dame going to push for a trade? Does he want out of town? Like, can we finally put this to rest? Can Blazers fans kind of finally breathe easy a bit, Cassidy? <laughs> I mean, I think as a Blazers fan, I'm breathing easy. I don't think he's <laughs> yeah. leaving. Like, they can t- talk about it all they want. I don't believe it's happening. I believe him. <laughs> there so, you go. Talk all you want. Make up stories. Damian Lillard's staying here because, you know, he loves us. And we yeah. love him. Yes, he's appreciated, man. He's not going anywhere. Loyalty over everything. Yeah. I mean, the fact that he went to the college that his first scout showed up to see him play. When he thought no one else was going to show up, Weber State showed up, and he said, I'm going to go to your school. Even though he could have been scouted any other time after that, he picked the loyalty aspect because he said, you saw something in me first. What a great... That's a great poll. That's a great comparison of yeah, just like you're putting in effort, you're putting in uh, time for me. I'm putting in time. For, that's that's awesome. Love it. Love Dame. Nice one, Cassidy. <laughs> uh, Ty, are you are are you still with us, Mister yep. Voice in the Clouds? <laughs> I am breathing easy over Damian Lillard. I've never been stressed about it. Um, yeah, you can make up all the stories you want, but now because we can maybe finally put this to bed finally with the media, but now we're gonna have to pick up more of CJ McCollum and Damian Lillard not playing together and maybe trade. CJ. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're gonna get a lot more of that now. Now that the Damian Lillard rumors are finally rest of bed, let the CJ ones ramp up. See, you know, here I was not saying a word about any of that, not talking about CJ trades or anything like I've done before. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that's what the media is well, gonna move. You brought to. it up they this got, time. They Ty. gotta talk it wasn't about me. something. It wasn't me. I'm just saying you had to bring it up. I was here just talking about the good stuff. With Someone had to do it. I'll do it. <laughs> uh, hey, well, how about this though? The media is no longer worried about or no longer worried about Dame. We no longer have to worry about Dame. You know who is worried about Dame? LeBron. You see the uh, the the video? I'm I'm killing the segues today. Can I just say like I feel like I've really polished up in my off time. <laughs> you're not supposed to tell us that you're killing the segues. You're just supposed to keep it naturally going. Confidence, baby, confidence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, the- yes, I did see LeBron video when he was doing it with like Richard Jefferson or no, yeah, yeah. I think it was Channing Fryer or or maybe it was both of them. I don't yeah, know. it was a four-way Skype chat? on there. Okay. The video was uh, Channing Fryer, Richard Jefferson, and Ali Clefton and LeBron. They're talking, uh, doing a four-way on Skype, talking about how. Uh, the playoffs could happen, and LeBron mentions how dangerous Portland would be as an eighth seed. He talked about Dame and CJ in that backcourt and what they can do in the playoffs specifically. So I just thought this was a really cool detail of, you know, kind of acknowledging, yeah, seasons happen, roster uh, rosters come and go, and kind of, you know, putting the roster together underneath is entirely separate from the dangerous talent that this backcourt has here. So again, that should settle it right there. We talked about yes the- and no. Oh. Yes, in a way, because I think he does respect Dame and CJ, and then also maybe he realizes too when they get Nurk and Collins back healthy, this team is way different. There he's we go. Smart. I mean, he's very smart and knows all that stuff. But also, he's talking about Mello, and he also is going to say that because you know his best friend maybe Mello is on the team, and then he also said like this guy can go for twenty to thirty-five like any night when talking about Mello. So that's why he said that team is really scary because he added Mello into it. So I think you know there was a little bit in there to give Mello a shout out and the team he's on. I think I think he's very smart, LeBron. So I wouldn't put it past him if that is also a little bit like hey, I'm gonna give a little love to Mello and his squad that he's on that he can maybe like impact winning. Are you seeing that? That's just. That's just how LeBron works. He's a super smart guy. I just don't think LeBron ever recovered from us beating him in his first game with the Lakers. <laughs> and he yeah. should always be afraid of us. And the Kobe game. We beat the Kobe game, and we did that game. Like, <laughs> he doesn't want to mess with Portland, and I think he's right. I, this is a dangerous team, and it's a team that if we get to see them again this season, it's not the team we've seen this season. Ah, so, yeah, there it is. You don't know what you're scouting for because you never saw them as a team. And so I think not only does it open it up, like it's like being that that division one team that's a school that nobody ever heard of and you somehow make the tournament and they're like, how do I scout for this? Like, who's going to watch the video? Is there video? Like, (laughs) and obviously there's there's video in the NBA, but you don't actually get to see them. So... I don't know. I think we could be dangerous. Dude, I love that. You guys have me so stoked for basketball. I want it back now. I want to see these guys together. But hey, how about this though too? Everything you're saying 
about that squad. We, we uh, Cassie, I think the way you worded it was if we were like when it came back this season in the playoffs, the, uh, Nurk and Zach and all the rest, they'll be here next season too. So again, it's not even, I, you know, trying to be patient, trying to relax, yeah. trying, to, trying to stay healthy and safe and sanitary. But next, uh, next season, whether that's next fall or next December, whatever, we will have a squad, not just Damon, CJ and this dangerous backcourt, but a squad with these guys. How about this? Ty, you mentioned Mello. LeBron might have just been kind of buttering Melo up because he wants to get him down to L.A., knowing that he might not be tied up here next year. Do Cassidy, do you think Melo will be a Blazer next time we see NBA basketball, whether that's summer or fall, whatever? I'm inclined to say yes. <laughs> I yeah. I think that the friendship that he has with CJ is maybe not talked about as much, but I think that they've developed a really close friendship. I think... Him working with Dame really means something to him because he knows how special Dame is. And so, and he doesn't seem like someone who just wants to keep uprooting and we're the team that gave him a chance. So, yo, yeah. I gotta think that we have a very good shot at keeping Mellow if we want to keep Mellow. Oh my God. I love this. Do you think we want to? I think we do. I, I feel think like we the way do. fit here. I yeah. mean, like, the, I, the one, I think the one argument against that, the biggest argument against that would be Zach Collins. When he comes back next year, uh, that kind of that four, the, that kind of well, Collins, Hood, minutes. and Nasir. Yeah, so between all those dudes, I don't know if there's as many minutes uh, for Melo in kind of his position or if it's as much of a natural fit for him. If it's something where they start trying to say, hey, as the older vet, just come and play vet minutes off the bench. Yeah. Is he okay with that? So there are certainly factors where it could, you know, swing one, one way or the other, but Cassidy, I love it. You, you, the the point you're making about the relationship with CJ. You know, this is this is like three weeks in a row that we've had guests come on here. And again, shout out to Joe Simons last week where we mentioned this. How the previous week, Scoop Robinson, shout out to him. He had been working me and tie up. He basically hypnotized us talking about at that time when we thought the playoffs could still be a thing, uh, and we were saying, "Oh, Blazers probably won't be making it." Scoop threw all this hype in and got us thinking, "Yeah, Blazers are gonna get this. They're gonna turn around. We're gonna be there. Fuck the three and a half games back. We got this." Uh, and then after as soon as he was gone, we're like, "Oh no, guys, back to earth. No, it's probably not happening." Then last week, Joe Simon's tie. I don't remember what it was with Joe, but I feel like same thing happened where he kind of talked us up and we're like, "Yeah, you know what? I like it. Good point." And in comes Cassidy this week. I love it, man. I was all ready to say, yeah, Melo's probably mm. not a blazer. Here comes LeBron buttering him up. But yeah, CJ's buttering him up on the other side. We got this. We got I it. I also strongly believe that there is always a possibility for a Disney ending. Yes. And <laughs> what a better Disney ending than, you know, the team that fought back. The Melo gets a second chance. We win a championship. And then Dude, we win a bunch. Dynasty. <laughs> go on a run just get like not three not four not five for mm -hmm. dame on the on the stage saying it uh <laughs> i i love too the idea of what we saw from mellow this year with nurk and zach uh in the front end I'm, and again i don't know what to say about white side at this point i know, don't know where things go i i love again ty we've talked before the idea of he and nurk playing together is such a weapon but at a certain point with these guys you do start get to get, you do start to get to a minute crunch, and so I don't know how many pieces we can kind of bring back healthy and still have room for these guys who are holding the the gap in between. We'll see. We'll see how all that goes. But dudes, look at that. We're like 50 minutes in, almost an hour, and we've been talking. I mean, we've snuck in some quarantine talk, but we've gotten a lot of basketball in here. I feel pretty I good it. about this. <laughs> Joe Simons would be proud. That's <laughs> hey! more basketball uh, talk than we talked with Brooke last night. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Brooke is great, isn't she? No, she's the best. She's wonderful, dude. We had her mom uh, on once, and that was the most fun yes. ever. Yes, yeah, I remember that one. That's an ex. Oh man, I have to share a quick story here too. Uh, shout out to Casey Holdall, hey! former guest of the uh, friend of the show. Haven't had him on a while. We'll have to get him back. But a while ago, before the quarantine really set in, I was making a trip to the store. And a short version of it: Who did I run into uh, while grocery shopping? But Casey's mom. Uh, and so, like, I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, I know your son from just moderate kind of adjacent work scenarios and blazer stuff. And she basically gives me a number. And I, I was thinking, like, oh, you want to be on the pod? That would be awesome. I'd love to have. And she said, no, uh, his dad. Let's get his dad on the pod. So <laughs> I've never reached out because I felt bad. I don't want to like I feel like I have to ask Casey permission first before I pursue any of that. But also that'd be uh, I feel like a really good, uh, really good connection. The same way you had Brooke's mom on. That'd be fun, yeah. fun content for the offseason right now. <laughs> So, so maybe, 
maybe that'll be a tease to look forward to. And if it mm-hmm. happens, I'll, we'll share with you guys. We can have Casey's dad do the whole circuit of Blazer Pods back and forth. Yeah, we've got a... Tara has a dream. My co-host on the What Pod has a dream of Gary Trent Jr. Oh, yeah. Or Gary... Gary and Gary on Gary and Gary. So Gary P- Payton and Gary <laughs> Trent Sr. talking about Gary Payton Jr. and Gary Trent Jr. And it would be Gary oh and Gary God. about Gary and Gary. And I am so here for that content. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. It's all Tara's uh, brainchild, and she wants that to happen. If you could interview one uh, blazer, like who, who, who would be your guest to interview? I'm just going to throw that out there and let you think about it for a second. I, if, I was, if I was taking a current Blazer, I feel like CG would kind of be one of those guys, man. I, I like a lot of what he does in the podcast. He seems very interested in the conversation. I, I was lucky enough a couple seasons ago to get a Christmas card with him where me and my wife got to post with him for a quick picture, and he fully bought in on a really goofy picture with us. It was a lot of fun. Uh, he seems like a really nice guy that would be fun to talk to. Again, I don't just want to trade him out of town, Ty. Uh, I don't want to trade him out of town. I know you don't, but you would say that I do. (laughs) Yeah, the media. Well, the media talks about it, and that's all I'm doing. But, you know, yeah, anyway. Uh, (laughs) But I feel like she would be a good modern one. I'd love to hear from Roy or or Sheed, obviously. I feel like I've probably heard enough from Bill Walton. I don't know if I need that one in my life anymore. But what do you think, Cassidy or Ty? Either of you guys have uh, someone you would love to interview? It'd be Brandon Roy for me. Um, he's just my all-time favorite basketball player just in general. He's what got me started with the Blazers, the NBA. Uh, him, uh, I think now it would either be Gary Trent uh, or Simons just because they're more my age and I can maybe more relate with them uh, and, ha- and have a fun conversation. And obviously, I think chatting with Dane would be fun. But Curveball, I would love to have a conversation with Terry Stotts. Yes. Nice. Nice one. Yes, I totally agree with that. Um, for me, past Blazer, I would want to talk to Wesley Matthews. I want, I want him to understand that as a city, we still love him. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> yes. dude. And Absolutely. then current Blazer, I would definitely interview Nurk because I know he loves coffee, and so I can just imagine us sitting, you know, <laughs> chatting over three or four cortados, extra caffeinated, mm. talking about the world. And all of Nurk's weirdisms. I think I'd just be entertained mostly. That's awesome. That's a great answer, man. Some of these need to happen eventually. I hope some of us are in a position to to talk to one of either Stotts or Nurk or CJ or any Roy. Man, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Uh, okay, we've talked some basketball. We have covered that. Check that box, right? Cassidy, I want to hear what are you doing specifically? Like more more about what you're doing to keep sane in the quarantine here. Uh, while we've got all this time away from basketball, because I have drifted, man. I have not been doing much basketball at all, much social media. Like I said, I've been in the garden. I've been taking walks with the dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you doing? What, what have you been taking up with your time? You know, I'm on a strict regimen of trashy TV, uh, including a <laughs> lot of uh, Below Deck from Bravo. Um, then to mix it in to feel a little less dumb, I uh, did the ESPN Plus thing. So I've been watching all the 30 for 30 shorts. Oh, right boy. now, and then That's I'm gonna switch to 30 for 30s. Um, nice. I have a very large Lego collection, and so oh, dude, I'm calling it my Ben Wyatt moment from Parks and Rec when Ben starts doing <laughs> claymation. I started taking pictures of my Lego sets, which is semi insane. Um, no, that's so awesome. <laughs> but, you know, this is my Ben Wyatt moment. So, you know, between Lego sets and then I tried, I'm trying to play, uh, what is it, Yoshi's Crafted World. Oh, I'm in okay. that Switch nice. land. Um, that's not Switch. going well. But, uh, you know, my below deck binge is going fantastically. What are y'all up to? <laughs> I have been watching a lot of TV when I've been home. I just uh, finished Ozark season three because I was waiting for that to nice. come out. So I finished that in like a day. Uh, yeah, I've been watching a lot of just finishing up shows. I also have ESPN Plus, so I've been binge watching all of their binge worthy uh content. So I've been going through Peyton's Places. I've been going through the rookies, which followed like all the rookies in the NBA this year. I've been watching Detail, uh, where like they break down certain aspects of a game or certain things, and I've been doing that for football, for UFC, for basketball. Um. And that's when I'm home. If I'm not home, then I'm and then I'm managing my coffee shop basically from six a.m. to seven p.m. and 
just hanging out there, drinking lots of coffee, and I'm eating a lot of pastries and not running <laughs> enough. Yeah. So uh, it's been good. I'm keeping busy. Um, I will survive during the quarantine because I am a guy who can just kind of stay home and always find stuff to do. I am missing sports um, a lot uh, yeah. right now, just as a... I'm currently on NBA TV, and there's a 1970s game on, and <laughs> I have it on. So just something to look at. So, yeah, um, I'm missing sports, but I'm, yeah. I'm keeping entertained. I, I hear you on that, dude. Like, I, I've I've had a lot of days where I think I was texting you the other day about the World Surf League. And I love yeah. surfing. Like, I actually did used to surf, but getting to watch it on TV right now because there's just nothing else on there. And they're showing it on, like, FS1 or FS2, so it's not like it's some far reach. But, uh, yeah, I've watched the men's and women's championships at Jaws. Uh, I've seen a couple other, like, locations. They've been doing some of the other heats at. I've, t- I've seen a number of the up-and-comers. It's been pretty cool. But mostly it's just, like, this beautiful, amazing weather and these, like, beautiful, physically fit, tan people all being super optimistic and nice to each other. It's the <laughs> funniest thing watching these surf competitions because my, my wife was joking about the other day, too. She's the one that pointed out, actually, none of these guys talk trash. Like, he, someone just got beat by the other guy, and there's, you know, like, we see, like, Westbrook come off the court, and they're like, no, he didn't bother me. No, no, I don't care about that guy. And in the surf ones, they're, they're like, yeah, well, you know, he's doing a really great job right now. He's had some really <laughs> good waves all season. He's really riding the best he's ever been. He's a real inspiration, and I, I really enjoyed that that day. I hope I get to ride with him again sometime. <laughs> this is amazing. It, I love it. It's the Great British Bake Off of sports. <laughs> Oh yeah, but so I've been I've been having that for my sports fill in. Not running nearly enough, like you said, Ty. I, I the few times I've gone running, I am an, amazed at how different it is to run. Like the muscles that get sore uh, compared to basketball. Like when I go shoot hoops, if you play with someone, obviously you you get a good workout. But even when I go shoot hoops on my own, I try to not take it easy, right? I try and get hard cuts in, like move around a lot, get a really good sweat going, like get sore and, and tired the next day. But man, I go on like a two and a half mile run the other day and I'm just like crippled on the couch. <laughs> All sorts of different sore. Uh, but yeah, besides that, I've been I've been playing a lot of PlayStation 4. Witcher 3 is an amazing game. If you guys like role-playing sandbox games, like I've, I loved Grand Theft Auto. I've played through Assassin's Creed and Horizon and a number of the other ones. But if you like sandbox games, Witcher is just top-notch. It is something else. Uh, and it's, like, on sale right now on the PlayStation Store, too. So go and grab that. Uh, but, yeah, man, Netflix has been the big one. We've been watching uh, We've been watching Westworld. We've been watching new episodes of Better Call Saul. Uh, Ty, you mentioned Ozark. Man, I got to... I didn't know you binged through that so quick. I've Ooh. been waiting. Like, that, that's kind of, like, on the on the list to watch next, but we'll have to binge through that one. And Dude, I, you got to binge through. That show it. is probably like my favorite show right now that oh, thing man. that show is so intense and like uh, yeah i can't even explain it like the first just each like 30 awesome. minutes are just every intense like there's not like an episode where you're like all right that one was a little boring like every episode you're like holy crap so when in, in the Very previous good. season uh cassidy do you watch ozark have you i have seen not it? yet but it is on okay. the list of things to binge at some point here oh watch it so spoiler free spoiler free for sure but yeah the the, the first two seasons there's not a lot of like it's not an action gunfighty show a whole lot. There's a, maybe a little here and there, but it's, it's not like a big action uh, no. show. But it's intense. It's just suspenseful. Uh, it's an interesting some, way they do it. Yeah. yeah, there's some really nice uh, cinematography work too, as as the camera nerd uh, in myself can say. Uh, how about Westworld, Cassidy? Have you seen that one? No, that is also what? on the list. I know. Uh. I'm. It's it's a sad reality. I work a lot during most of the world, and now that I don't have a lot to do, I'm catching up on everything. Good. Um, no, no. It's it's well, Ty won't uh, come over to my side on it yet. It's it, Westworld yeah. is more of a, a crazy cerebral mind trip thing, especially when you get past the the first couple seasons. Yeah. And it's one of those where, like you see the first season, and then you got to go watch the first season again to really understand all of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, don't make that uh, investment till you're ready. <laughs> That's how you sell it. Uh, no, I've I've <laughs> been enjoying enjoying the third mm-hmm. season of that. Um, and oh, Ty, the other show, Dave. Uh, have you guys both been watching Dave yep. on FX? Watching the new, I'll, I'll watch the new one tonight whenever it drops, like at six, five. Well, okay, so that's kind of weird too, because so we've got it plays uh, on TV Wednesdays, but then it comes out on Hulu on Thursdays. Oh, is that it? Okay, because yeah, we got YouTube TV right now, and and we got it last night, and I was like, I thought it aired on Thursday, but uh, yeah, yeah, dude, it's a good one. Okay, I won't say anything then. We'll discuss that no. on the next episode. But it's uh, and Cassidy again, and listeners, you know, just to preview, if you need a a more of a comedy show. 
this is about it's a, little- a comedy show, but it is becoming yes. a lot more than a comedy show. Yes, it's way more than a comedy show. But, it, but yeah, here it's 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 one of those things where they really do blend, like kind of you know, what's the word? Bathroom humor and kind of curb your enthusiasm type okay. of humor. Yeah, yeah. With then some real insightful, like touching coming of age type feel stuff. Right. Not coming of age like teenager, but just like just life lesson stuff. It's good, man. Dan, did you yeah. watch Louis? I Jamie? did watch a little bit of that. Yeah, Louis. Yeah. So it, so the way that Louis had kind of these like real touching real life like huh kind of moments mm-hmm. like this has got that blended with kind of a curb your enthusiasm and like south park <laughs> i have definitely yeah, not been go. like diversifying my i i binge watched all of just star trek discovery and then i binge watched oh. all of star trek card so i'm fully <laughs> caught up on star trek um but the other things have been falling by the wayside i i haven't caught up on those ones i my Honestly, I, I haven't even caught up on the Star Trek movies recently. I got to kind of catch up on the new ones. I was always more of a Star Wars kid growing up and, you know, recently kind of came around. I, I expand my horizons as you do as a, as a Trekkie, right? And that's part of the whole thing. But yeah, I need to... What are those ones on, um, not Hulu, but on Disney? CBS All Access, which CBS. is... CBS, okay. But Picard is fully available to anyone. You don't have to have CBS to watch it. So Okay, cool. There's too many <laughs> streaming services. Come together, make one. Yeah, that's and that was the funny thing. I remember joking around a few years ago, like when it was just Netflix and Amazon Prime kind of thing, or whatever, or mm-hmm. Netflix and Hulu. And I remember even then being like, oh, as we switch off cable and we're getting to these things, all you're gonna see is more and more of these pop up. So it's gonna be the same issue where instead of having instead of having to choose between cable packages, now you gotta choose between streaming wireless or streaming movie packages, whatever you wanna call the, these services. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's getting ridiculous, man. There's too many out there, but. I'm glad, you know, this is the coverage that people come to Trailcasters for, is, is hearing what all the shows are that we're watching. We're recommending what shows they can access anywhere. Uh, <laughs> it's good, man. I, I, uh, I appreciate the, the, the back and forth on all this. But both of you, uh, please stay safe and, and healthy and sanitary right now as we're, as we're all standing and watching these shows. And Cassidy, thank you so much for the, the Trailcaster debut. we got to get you back on here soon. Obviously, we've all got time. Yeah. Uh, maybe we will. I'm totally free. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, thank good. you we gotta, so much for having me. Yeah, we we got to get you back on soon so we can see the 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 uh, the first tier background, not just the backup oh, yeah. background, the uh, the backdrop here. But if listeners wanted to reach out to you to hear about the Blazers What Pod or ask you anything uh, of the opinions on here, obviously they can send the hate mail to tydelbridge at gmail.com. That's me. But Absolutely. if they're reaching out to you on social media, what would be the best way to do so? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at Cassidy Gemmett. And then you can also follow the What Podcast on Blazers Edge. And we take emails. So if you want to send us an email, if you have any questions, we're at hoopsandtalks at gmail.com. And I know we're old school like that, but we do love email. Yeah. Yeah. We all love email. <laughs> yeah, no matter no matter when it came around. Uh, it's it's a fantastic thing. Well, thank you so much, Cassie. Really do appreciate it. Uh, we'll get you back on here soon, my friend. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you again to Cassidy Gamut of the Blazers What Pod. That was amazing. And thank you, listeners. Remember, you can write us at any time about anything, preferably Blazers. But honestly, right now, we will take all of your input. Ty, if they wanted to reach out to us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, on all those social medias, where can they do so? Tra- at Trailcasters. And they can always find me at Rip City Keith, you at Ty Delbridge, and also check out the at TD Sports Podcast. Well, at least when that's got sports going on, you're probably not. Are you setting up? I know, right now. I know not. I got no betting lines going on. Um, there's not much happening on that right now. So that one has gone gone stale at the moment. And what about if people want to write us some old school emails? We always love those old school emails. Where do they send us those emails, Ty? Trailcasters at gmail.com. And of course, if they are reviewing us, if they're finding the pod wherever they find it on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, anything that will take reviews, what are we always looking for? Five stars. Yes, sir. And this, these beats, these, this music, these beautiful beats, where can they find all of it? <laughs> SoundCloud.com slash Odar Beats. Please always support your beat makers as well as our sponsor, Clearly Speaking. You can find Brennan Nuckton over at ClearlySpeakingOregon.com. Shout out to her for all of her support. 
and closing your honorable listeners. That's it. That's our show. Thank you, Ty, as always. Thank you to Odar for these fappies. And thank you to Brenda over at clearspeakingoregon.com. And thank you to Cassidy Gemmett of Blazers What for joining us today. And, of course, thank you, listeners, for a great listening. We hope you enjoy your Blazers, your Ripsy basketball, and our latest episode. Thank you again. And please come back next week for the next edition of the Trailcasters. And don't forget, wash your hands. Wash your hands. <laughs> cool.